The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Time to find you a few winners on this Wednesday with Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Shane Bennett, our great mate, and along with the, he owns, a, of course, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. And Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Miles Fitzner, um, what are you doing today? You'll be on SEN track throughout the afternoon with the little man. That's it. The tagster. Um, what are we doing? Uh, I'll give you my value first. Uh, the last three races at Sandown. Race six, number one, Bel Air. I um, really like this horse. Mickey D in the Freeman Yard. You're getting 950 and 290. Big drift. First up, record's pretty handy. Record at the trip's pretty handy. Remember then the last prep, though? This is a horse that was running in pretty good races. Yeah. Um, I think it's got some ability. It's going to be an each-way play. Um, so you need your staking plan, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, we'll just have... Uh, We'll have two units each way. Oh, I like the confidence there. Yep. So that's uh, two units each way at 9.50 and 2.90 with Bet365. Yep. And then then we can just open the shoulders up here. Race seven at number four, um, Legend of Dubai. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes third up here, draws soft, Mark Zara. Um, once again, um, it's been running in reasonably good form. This is a, this is a horse that's come over from England. Yep. Um, uh, the run at Sandown, it wasn't that far off in the 78 there, in behind sort of Ima Shelby and Benjamin Netanyahu. And then the run at the Valley was sound enough. Goes third up here, finds a midweeker. Um, I think it'll be fine. Uh, so, Legend of Dubai there. And How then, many units at 205? Uh, give me, uh, what have I done? Two each way, that's four. You better give me, um, I'll have three units there. Yes. And then I'll go to fire in the last, um, which is... Race nine, number race eight, should I say, number four, fire. Hawks Yard, first up record solid. Jai McNeil in the saddle. Great association with the horse. Two from three track and trip. Loves it first up, loves it fresh. Um, mm. Yep, and that'll be it for me. So I'm going to finish the card with the last three. Uh, fire, how many units have I invested? Four, so five, six, seven. seven. Yep, and I'll have three more on it. There's 10 units. Geez, they haven't missed fire with bet three, six, five now into 250. 420 into 250, yeah. Uncle Wayne, he says he doesn't bet. Well, uh, fire, I think. The Viven's the only danger. So if you want to have like a, if you want to have a saver, Viven is the only danger in that race. So if you want to box up four and one, that Viven just keeps winning and Damien Lane takes a ride there, but it's the only danger to fire in the last. I'm having, I'm going to have three units at 250. I'll, I'll do the same with fire. Um, and I like one. Geez, I've got a lot of time for race, race three, horse four, snow patrol. This horse, horse two. Oh, horse two, sorry. Yeah. Um, this this horse won a nice race on debut. It caused a little bit of an upset, but I remember having a chat to Michael Kent Jr. after, and he said that this horse could feature in some of the maybe Guineas horse down the track. This is a rip of a field. Great little race. Yep. Jewel Bay's done absolutely nothing wrong either. There's a big spruik on it. Remember over at Morfittville, its first race here in the Class 2, it jumped the dollar sixty and then went yep. to the Valley uh, and only ran in behind... Um, Centrified. It's a good little race. That really it's a good race little of race. The day, I think. Yep. There today. Um, but I'll, I'll just. I'll take Snow Patrol. Hey Milo, have a wonderful day. Rest up. We'll see you or hear you on Essie and Track in this um, this afternoon with yep. the, the little tagster. I'll be back from one o'clock for right, Trackside. Then. Thanks, mate. There's uh, Miles Fitz, and let's catch up with our great mate Sam Freeman, who joins us now here on Giddy Up with Bag of Tips. Good morning to you, Sam. Morning, guys. Um, we'll start off with Bonotto. This horse was good on debut. Your thoughts about 
Bernardo's chances. Now, to boot over the 1300, and he's the son of Dundee, and you, you head to the 1500 today with the um, the man that's just making waves on social media these days, Benny Allen, taking the ride. Yeah, look, he's a, he's a nice horse. Um, ran a good race, Cranbourne. A little bit of blowout and rode him cold. Um, didn't get a whole lot of luck. Probably would have won with a, you know, with a little bit more luck before the turn, but He's a full brother to Ain't No Deal Done. I would think we're going to be, you know, running a mile to 2,000 on our ears. So the rising set should be no issue for him. Um, yeah, it's a tactical race. may not be like, tempo, but um, he's in good order. All right, then. Osmar, which is Godolphin Philly, uh, for your stable. Led dictated terms nicely at Cranbert. Can she go on with it here and win again? Yeah, she's, she's, you know, probably a filly that, that's going to be capable of getting to, you know, nearly nearly stakes straight over the spring, I would think. So today's a nice step forward towards the race. Especially uh, today, we'll just have to see how she gets uh, So, sorry, Sammy, I don't know, it's a blowing a gale there at Mornington today. It is windy. Is that any better? Yeah, that's better, mate. So just um, you were halfway through your sentence until look at it. it sounded like you got blown away. So um, take it away again. Look, she's a, she's a nice filly. She's probably got some some better targets in store for the for the spring. So hopefully today is a step in the right direction. All right, Bel Air. Milo's keen on Bel Air's chances here. This son of written tycoon. Can he win first up in race six? Look, he he can win. He's first up. He's probably got some improvement there. That's the only thing. But he's racing. You know, probably better races than this throughout his career. Um, mindful, he'll he'll take some improvement, but uh, can can run a cheeky race for sure. Legend of Dubai, the former international, um, on the quick backup. You had him nominated for Mooney Valley as well, but you had to sand down today. Yeah, look, this was probably always our, our our target race. We squeezed that run in at the Valley ten days ago as a um, as a possible. But, he should be there yeah. the other day. He's a bit stiff. I think we can put him in the race today. Outside lead, something like that. He should be he should be right there. Love the confidence there. And then extreme flight. You got the informed Blake Sheen aboard. This horse first up. Your thoughts there in the final event? Yeah, look, we've taken a slightly different tact with him. This preparation done nothing with him. He's had one quiet jump out, running him over the thousand with the blinkers off. Just going to ride him cold and um, see if he can run over the top of them. He's been a little bit frustrating since his, you know, since the spring of his three-year-old season. Um, you know, he struggled to to run a good race. Um, so, yeah, trying a few different things with him. Hopefully, hopefully it can work out. But um, you know, he's yeah, he should he should hopefully work home well anyway. What's your best today, Sammy? Um, Osmar is probably yeah the best, but Legend of Dubai shouldn't be too far away. So Looks a good double race too. Number two Osmar into race seven. Number four Legend of Dubai. Just quickly an update on your, I think he's your stable star these days without a fight. Yeah, he's good at that good trial on uh, on Monday. He's come through it really well, so he's fit and ready for the for the Underwood. We'll just keep him nice and fresh and well for that now. So he's had all his work put in a bit ahead of schedule in case you have a setback. So. Uh, no, he's very well. Is he a better chance in a Caulfield or a Melbourne Cup? Look, the more we're probably getting to know, the more we're probably thinking of Caulfield Cup. Yep. Um, showed a really good turn of foot in Queensland. I think he's 
he's still going to have that turn of foot this prep, but he may just race like he wants that mile and a half this time around, which isn't a bad thing because that's, you know, that's ultimately going to be his target. He's just relaxing so well. So I would say Corfu Cup looks more likely. All right, mate. Thanks for that, Sammy. Good luck. Cheers. Hey, Sam Freeman there, 12 minutes past nine. Let's catch up with Benny. Sam, what a return for Benny. He had a double there yesterday. Um, he was seeing them beautifully at Benalla. G'day, Benny. G'day, Gary. What are we doing today? Yeah, nice card, mate. Uh, we'll kick off. I think the race of the day we're going to learn the most from is probably race three. Um, obviously, a few smart horses going around there, but we're not going to have a bet in that race. We're going to watch and learn today. But we'll kick off in race four. Number eight, Jaquila, each way, around the $7.50 from Michelle Payne. Um, I think she sort of set this horse for this race today. I think it likes Sandown. Um, we'll race on the speed. Very tough, but it'll be hard to beat. Best bet of the, We'll have one unit each way there, Gareth. Best of the day, race five, number two, Eternal Flame. I think it's a really smart filly. Might go on to something like the Let's Elope, but will be better in the autumn. Um, I think it'll get the job done today. Showed a powerful turn of foot first up to get the job done from Farewell back in the field. Then we'll go to race six, number three, Anilla. Another horse that's been really knocking on the door. Um, finds a suitable assignment here. Another one that'll be on speed. We'll have two units on it, Cheap. Beautiful. How much have you got on the, the horse in race five there? Horse number two four at Sandown. Four, four units there on yep. um, Internal Flame there. Michael Ken, Ethan Brown, about $2.10 there with bet three, six, five. Well done yesterday, mate. Thanks for your time as always, and good luck today. No worries. Thanks, Gareth. There's Benny Said there. He's on fire. You can get Benny Said's full set of tips, including Adelaide as well. Just subscribe to Benny Said there at the mailbag. Always great to catch up with John O'Shea. He joins us now to go through his runners on the Kensington track on a Wednesday um, for Bag of Tips. John, good morning to you. Thanks for your time, mate. How are you, Gareth? I am I'm well. Um, Evelyn May, does she she goes to the Kensington track and not to Hawkesbury tomorrow? Yeah, no, I'll um, just put her in both places. We want to see where she drew and strength the race, etc. But I think uh, the opportunity to run her on a home track and it's a beautiful run from there. So she's quite a nice filly and a chance to get started. Yep. Can she win today? She she looks like she's come up. Yeah, nicely. no, she can up. Yeah. yeah, no, she can win. I probably would have preferred a track just with a little bit of juice in it, but um, no, she's come on nicely from last season, and obviously, you know, when she got beaten a maiden and Kembler, I was a bit perplexed because we thought she'd probably go there and win, and, and the horse that beat her come out and won a group one, so I was probably a little bit hard on you know, when we were assessing her last start. Yeah, you got two strong chances there with the Philly by Dundeal and Captain Amelia that was impressive the other day, and then your mare or Zala that go around in that third race there. Can you split those two? No, ideally we wouldn't have run them together, but uh, Zala was in a race at Warwick Farm that was cancelled last week, so uh, they've ended up racing against each other. Um, probably, uh, ideally, you know, the gate for Captain Amelia is not ideal. She doesn't have a lot of gate speed, so she's going to need a little bit of luck. Uh, she loses James, which is also a negative for her. Um, and Ozala for her, she, you know, the step, so last week was 1300, the step to 1400 is probably a lot better for her. So both Philly, you know, got nice futures and uh, they'll, they'll be very competitive in respect. And can Kokoro win first up? Kokoro's got a pretty handy record first up. Yeah, no, and he definitely can. I think probably the only inhibiting factor was where he drew and then how far back he has to go to get in. So, um, 
the extra week. He was also in last week when the meeting was called off. Um, the extra week's really helped him. Uh, the 1400s is going to help him. So, and he's got a good record on the Kenzo. So, you know, look, he, he can definitely win. I thought he's probably even a touch over the odds of the market, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. Around $10 there with Bet365. One of my favourite horses, I know he can be a bit of a handful, but Cafe Millennium, how is he going ahead of the Ming Dynasty on Saturday, mate? He is great. You know, like he, he, Roseville's not his track, no. but of course he, he has to go there to get the miles into his legs. But, you know, beyond Saturday, he gets back home to Ramwick, he gets back to, you know, a more suitable trip and... Um, I would think that he'll give a good account of himself on Saturday and then, you know, beyond that, he'll be in a bunch of races where he can be more than competitive and we're very happy with him. Are you happy with Lost and Running? Very. Surely the phone's ringing, Johnny, now. Surely the phone's ringing for the Everest. Uh, Not yet. Um, I think everyone just wants to see that he is, you know, at his best form. (laughs) He had a indifferent autumn as a result of some frightful tracks and some ordinary gates. And so um, there's no reason why when he gets back to some decent tracks uh, in this part of the year, he seems to be going as well as he was this time last year. And, um, you know, that'll look, uh, the spot in the Everest will look after itself if he performs on race day. Yep. So when do we see him then? Uh, so he trials Friday and then he runs in the shorts next week. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Good luck today. Appreciate those updates. Cheers, buddy. He's a bloody superstar. John O'Shea talking about superstars from the great tip-off. Mickey Gannon joins us here with our bag of tips on a Wednesday. Hello to you, Mick. Good morning, G. Um, what are we doing today, mate? Here on the Kenzo, good four. Uh, I think the track's going to play uh, pretty much up and in. You could describe it, G, on a, on a pretty firm surface there with a rail on the trip edition. I think you want to be on pace, and if you're not on pace, at least getting a rails run, mate. All right, then. So where do we start with your specials? Yeah, let's go race two, number nine, Suspect. Blinkers on first time. Nash Rewilla, roll forward for Chris Waller, third up. It's plenty of boxes there, mate. You're getting around the $5 mark. It looks like a fantastic bet. Race two, number nine, Suspect. How many, we'll u- how many units there, mate? Oh, uh, let's have two units on it, G. Yeah, so two units at $5 there, which is Suspect. All right, then. What else are we doing? Yeah, then we'll go race four, number eight, Silvanito. Another one for Nash Rewilla. I heard you boys talking this morning about which jockey's going to um, fill the void for uh, J-Mac while he's out. Well, there's only uh, there's only one that can do that, and that's Nash. I know Zach Lloyd will be trying his best, but Nash will be the one to do that, and he'll come out today firing. I think J-Ride a few winners, and race four, number eight, Silvanito will be one of those. Drawing barrier one, just needs to jump cleanly, be within striking range, and... Uh, Bit of luck in the straight, but this horse has the superior turn of foot here and should get the job done. Race four, number eight, we'll have two units on it. And it's just not just J-Mac. There's opportunities for a few other jockeys because there's no Timmy Clark, and hopefully Timmy's back sooner rather than later. And Regan Bayless has got concussion, and we might not see him for a few weeks. So there'll be some opportunities for some other jocks there to um, kick home a few winners there in Sydney with some big prize money up for grabs. Yeah, they'll step up. The Sydney jockey rates are, are full of depth, G. It'd be great to see. And uh, just once again, we talk about it every week. It just adds uh, another narrative to the great game of racing. One who's got a better jockey, who's got the best jockey's room at the moment, um, Melbourne or, or Sydney? That'd be a great debate, maybe for next week. Yeah, well, to start off, I'll kick it off, G, and say Sydney by the length of the Ramwick Strait. All right, then. Um, and you've got um, 
a new show kicking off on Saturday, they tell me. Yes, yeah, Saturday set. Uh, could be known as the Sydney set, but... Uh, Mate, Saturday morning, 7 a.m., 11.70. Also on uh, SEN Track, we're going to cover all races uh, in Sydney. So it's going to be cover all the uh, Sydney racing, races 1 to 10, feature uh, interviews. It's going to be great. Can't wait, myself and Nick Ashman. All right, then. Good luck. Thanks for that. We'll catch up with you later on the week. Thanks, mate. This man's a dead set superstar. DeanWatling.com has been seeing them beautifully, and he's got trial time. And it's going to be a busy trial time, Dino, because... Um, we had lost and uh, not lost and running. We had some nice horses like without a fight trial on Monday in Victoria. We had Amelia's jewel trial yesterday in Perth. We had horses like Guy Molcaster joined me this morning when we recorded our breeding bloodstock and banter podcast. He indicated that maybe a Y five O could be an Everest horse. So there's plenty to dissect in trial time today. Yeah, good morning, Gareth, and good morning to the listeners. There is King's Gambit, Marzu, um, and the horse you mentioned, Hawaii 5-0. I was just looking at that trial then, which was a bit impressive, and you make a good point. Could be a horse that fills in these sort of last couple of slots with Everest, but we'll dissect that around 10 o'clock and keen to look down in Victoria as well. And we're going to go through a few future markets because you've gave me a little bit of homework, and I've done some homework where some horses are going. So this has been – people wanted um, – I get a text message saying, Gareth, we need some a future show. So we will do that a little bit later as well, Dino. So looking forward to that. But first things first, we need a winner at um, Randwick on the Kenzo track. So take it away. Yeah, it's one of my favourite tracks. It's come up a good board today. The rails in the true and the pentrometer is around 4.9, which suggests it's pretty firm. And when Kensington track is firm, it tends to favour those horses Forward of midfield. I think it's one of the most tricky midweek uh, cards that we'll see. I've only got one bet for us, but it's at a good price, Gareth. I think we can get the chocolates. That is race three, number five, Coriolis. I was keen on this horse last week uh, at Warwick Farm. Obviously, the meeting got washed out with that hail and lightning storm. But I think this is an even better setup here. Forget last start. Got run off its feet in a race that they went really hard to the 600 metres. Got back in that field and just had no hope trying to run on. Gets Nash in the saddle today, and from a good gate, Barry Fork can settle up on speed and on the outside, um, off the rails in run. I think with the Nash in the saddle and peeking sort of deep into the prep, I think Coriolis can get the job done. It's a good race, Tropical Swells in it, or Zala, a couple of others, but I'm keen to be against the current favourite, Capital uh, Captain Amelia, um, coming off a, a sort of a fair enough win at Gosford, but this is a step up in grade, so... Only one bet for me today, Gareth. Race three, number five, Coriolis. We'll have two units on her. At $6 with Bet365. Looking forward to trial time and we can get all of your information, analysis on um, DeanWaltling.com. It's a great website. You're doing well there, Dino. It's pretty easy to use. You should start is, giving mate, some, looking... You should give some cooking tips watching you on social media of recent times <laughs> as well with DeanWatling.com just to add a little bit of an extra bonus to, you, to your yeah, loyal followers. Well, so. <laughs> good, good you on. get that free on Instagram, can't you? <laughs> good on you, brother. Thanks for that. Thanks, bro. There's Watling, DeanWatling.com, 9.23. Let's take a break. We'll come back with Riley Morgan looking at Belmont and Mitchie Lewis taking a look at Murray Bridge. Murray Bridge this afternoon in South Australia. We continue on bag of tips thanks to the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel and Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. And Mitchie Lewis joins us here. He's done the form for us at Murray Bridge. 
which is not his hometown of Mount Gambier. Mitch, take it away, was a fill-up for us, listen, um, for us giddy-up followers of the, the Mitch Lewis um, train there on Monday at Warnable. So hopefully it can continue there at Murray Bridge. Yeah, morning, Gareth. I was trying to slip you up today. I was going to say the home track at Murray Bridge, but yeah. you've, you've switched on this morning. So I've got three for us today. Um, it, open races. So we're just going to... We had a good start Monday. We're just going to... We don't want to spend it all again today. So proportionate staking. We're going to kick off in race two. I'm going to be with number 12, Think Tank. So this is his second career run today after his third on debut. It was a pretty good debut performance given he had some really bad luck early. He found himself shuffled out the back. Um, and coming into the straight, he's managed to weave himself a path through runners, which you don't often see for runners on debut. So I thought if he could take some improvement off that run, he's going to go pretty close in this because it's not an overly strong maiden. So he's going to be a two-unit play for us. Beautiful. At 280. Take it away with your yep. next one. We'll go to race five. We're going to be with number seven, one alone for the Stokes team. So looks pretty close to a win this horse. It's placed come third in three of her last four. Um, she chased home a runner we were on last time, Cheeky Cheeky Bella. It only went down by about half a length over this exact same truck and trip. So this is a very similar race. What I think one of her advantages today is going to be is she is drawn a little bit wider. Now, the rail's out, and the rail's in the same position as it was a fortnight ago. So I expect runners to be coming off the rail. I'm expecting lane maybe... Four, five, six to probably be the better going. And I think she's going to be able to find that position from barrier 13. I, look, she looks close to win. I think today's probably her best chance in a while. Uh, she's a unit and a half play. So at 3.40 there with bet three, six, five, one alone. Race five, number seven. Have you got another one for us? Yep, one to finish us off. Race eight, number two, Illusion. So we were with this horse last time and she was a very nice winner at Gawler. She had to do a little bit of extra work from barrier 10, and she managed to run away from the field and win by a bit over two lengths. So she's in career best form. She's got some form around some strong runners earlier into her prep. I think she gets a soft run here from barrier five. Like I said, career best form. If she runs up to anything like she did last start, she should be able to win in this race because it's a very similar field as well. So she's going to be a unit and a half too. At $5 with Bet365, head to formguidebreakdowns.com or follow Mitch Lewis at Mitch Lewis 101 there on Twitter to get all of the information there at Murray Bridge. You do a lot of work there in Victoria as well. Um, you're absolutely flying at the moment. You are the pride and joy of Mount Gambia. Thanks for that, Mitchy. Thanks, mate. I'll chat to you soon and yeah. good luck. There's Mitch Lewis here. Let's head to WA to catch up with the young star and Riley Morgan, who's been featuring prominently on the great tip-offs, best tipsters, as we heard there yesterday with Mickey Gannon, and he's in rare form at the moment. Riley, good morning to you. First of all, what did you make of Amelia's Jules trial there at Belmont yesterday, your superstar from the West? I thought it was super. Gareth, as I say, good morning to you. Um, she's come back to, to racing. Simon Miller's got her absolutely humming, and she's got what she's needed to out of those two trials, I think. The the first one at Lark Hill was was really surprisingly good for mine, given I thought that she'd have plenty of improvement on anything she did there. And yesterday, in the, the fastest heat of the morning, she wasn't asked for, for anything whatsoever in getting past big screen. Who can, who's a horse who's got some ability and can roll along there. So it was, uh, I thought it was a terrific trial, Gareth. I'm looking forward to seeing her over in Melbourne kicking off her campaign next week. All right, mate. What are we doing from a punning perspective at Belmont today in the West? Uh, back, on a, back on a pretty wet track. So the, uh, the sunshine didn't last too long over here. 
in the West that we were able to enjoy last week. There's a couple of plays. The prices have gone off here for me a little bit overnight. So I'm thinking we can have a couple of units on both of these horses and maybe a unit on the all-up between them as well. Race 2, number 10, Identifier, is our first bet on the program. This horse was huge first up behind Hemlock Stone, who's a, another horse who goes around a short-price favourite in the next race. And once she was able to bullock her way into the clear, she charged to the line and think that if Joey as a party can offset what's a, a potentially sticky little barrier on paper and, and find her a back to follow into the race, I think she's going to be very hard to hold out second up here with natural improvement. It's not an overly deep maiden this one and think that's the A1 form reference to be following. So race two, number 10, identify the first of our plays there, G. Then what are we doing, mate? Your final We'll go two special. units. Two, yep. two units there on identifier. And race five, number four, Wango Award here for William Pike and Grant Alana Williams. I'm expecting her to be pretty popular and rightfully so. She brings the, the, that grouse form behind Flash Max. There's a very progressive galloper with the form around him standing up everywhere you look. And when you take into consideration that she can be considered pretty unlucky not to have beaten him home there last night, given she was badly chopped out for a run in the straight when looking to be absolutely bolting behind horses. I love the map for her here with William Pike sticking and think she looks ready to win there. Gareth as well. So we'll have two units, race two, number 10, identifier, two units, race five, number four, Wango Award, and have one unit on the all-up. And that's $5.75, that all-up, with Bet365 on identifier and Wango there at Belmont this afternoon. Go and get them, Riley. Thanks for that, mate. Beautiful. Thanks very much, Gareth. There's Riley Morgan, 9.34. This is Giddy Up's Bag of Tips. Let's take the news. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning, 9.36. And this is Giddy Up for Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and Oz Equipment Rentals in the best pub in the Mallee. Shane Bennett will be back this weekend, he tells me, at the Ultima Hotel just outside of Swan Hill. And racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Red Eagle Farm on this Wednesday and the red-hot Chris Nelson joins us. He's been in fine form. Chris, good morning to you. Take it away with your specials today. Good morning, Gareth. Uh, look, it's, it's a tricky day at Eagle Farm. I can only see one good thing, which we mentioned yesterday, was race four, number 12, Sacred Feeling. And unfortunately, she's now into about $1.55. So, look, we might get better odds about her during the day, but uh, I think she'll be winning. She's got plenty of upside. She was dominant winning her maiden at Doombin last time out. And the step up in distance will certainly do her no harm. So I, I think she's the one we can hang our hat on during the day. Now, there's a couple or a few here at Value. I think can run quite well. I'd be surprised if they missed the place and I wouldn't be surprised if they all won. So they're the sort of horses that can run first or last. And today they just look really well placed. And I speak of number uh, race five, number 15, Esky. Now I've been following this one for a while, probably last chance today, but I just think the step up in distance today suits. Uh, it's not an overly strong field. His last couple of runs have been okay. That last one was a little bit uh, flat and dour. So as I said, he wants 1,800 plus. His only win came at 2,000. So each way, race five, number 15, Esky. Uh, race six, number six, Hang Five. Now, he's been a bit hard to catch, but he has got ability. He's always shown glimpses of it. He gets to 1,400 metres third up from a break here. Just spotted him running on nicely late last time out. He drew a wide gate, didn't do him any favours. I think he can run well here today, race six, number six, Hang Five. 
And race eight, number 13, Gleefully, one of Chris Waller's. Now, her last two runs, she's had nothing go her way. Two backs, she got squeezed up right near the line. She probably could have won there at Doombin. And then last time out, a couple of weeks ago, in a midweeker at the Sunshine Coast, uh, she sat three wide, no cover, and she still looked a chance. She loomed up in the straight, but that uh, run told. That won't happen today from the good alley. So I think she'll run well also at double-figure odds. So if you stick with those three each way and then back the other one as a good thing, we shouldn't be too far away, Gareth. So what are we doing from a staking plan point of view then? We'll have the five units on yep. sacred feeling. Um, then we've got Esky, race five, number 15. He's at $5 currently with bet 365. I think we'll just go two by two for all those three. Oh, so two, two, Esky, two, two, hang five. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful yeah. and gleefully, race eight, number 13. Love your work, mate. Hopefully it's another fill-up. Just quickly, you've got Rothfire and Zoo-style going around over the 1,000 metres and the McEwen taking on Imperatrice and Giga Kick. Over 1,000, yeah. can they defeat those two stars? Well, look, I'll just wait and see what the barriers are like if they're not out as yet for, uh, for Zoo-style. I'd like him to draw inside. Rothfire's going really well. You know, Gareth, I think Giga Kick's the best sprinter in the country and uh, no matter what, he's over 1,000, 1,200. I think he'll be very hard to beat, so... Wait and see what happens, but uh, out of the two from up here, I certainly think Rothfire's uh, ahead of Zoo style. All right, mate. Thanks for your time as always. We'll catch up with you later on in the week. Look forward to it. Thanks, Gary. There's Chris Nelson. Check out racingqueensland.com.au where Queensland is racing today. And Chris O will be with the boys in the afternoon as well. Miles Fitzner and David Taggart, Fair Sea and Track. Let's take a break. It's 9.40. We'll come back with Butch Castles to go through his best at Avondale. Plus, we might run, run through the draw there of their much-anticipated Tarzino stakes there on Saturday in New Zealand. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Fields will be out shortly for Mooney Valley and Rose Hill. Um, Globe as we were talking about in our debate, is probably the most fascinating horse this weekend in this country anyway, in Australia. He's going definitely around in the Fiend stakes, not that Benchmark 90, which he was also nominated for. So that Fiend's going to be a beauty. But the is going to be an excellent race in New Zealand um, this weekend with some of the stars there stepping out in New Zealand for the Tarzino. Just having a look at the barrier draw here, you've got Sharp and Smart 2, and Legato, five. Dragon Leap, six. Skew with four. Pierre, three. So those big guns have drawn pretty well. Le Creek, who was one of the favourites with bet three, six, five before the draw, has drawn barrier 14. Thanks to Love NZ Racing, Butch Castles joins us. Butch, not a good draw for Le Creek, but apart from that, the other big guns have drawn well. Yeah, they sure have. Uh, exciting times as we head towards the first group one of the season, the Tarzino trophy at Hastings as you say and look the track's going to come up pretty uh, good as well I think they'll, uh, they've been irrigating this week so it shows you how quickly it's dried out uh, down there and uh, they'll come up with uh, a track of four or a five on Saturday which should give everything uh, the opportunity yep the, those advantaged by the barrier draws the likes of Legato, Skew with uh, Dragon Leap and as you said Sharp and Smart La Creek uh, out in the boondocks but she'll be getting home anyway. Alright then Butch what are we doing at Avondale today? Yeah, interesting day. They've had rain in Auckland, so the track's come up heavy again. Uh, plenty of scratchings because uh, people were hoping that they could kick off campaigns. Fields have held up OK, though. I thought race five, number 15, been waiting for this one for a while. Trolled up super recently. Uh, Geriatrics, it's called. Uh, it's a son of El Manzor in the O'Sullivan Scott stable. They are flying at the moment. Uh, 
have uh, trained uh, nearly as many winners as they've had runners. So had a great start to the season. I think this one can keep it going. Been money for it as well. So race five, number 15, Geriatrics. We'll go to one in uh, race eight on an each-way basis. It's a good uh, even field, but I just thought Cruzy Lass would be hard to beat today. Uh, she's been racing in better company up at Ruakaka. She has one on her own affected track. Area draw tricky, but uh, likely to go back over the 2,100 metres. Warren Kennedy rides, and at six under five, so five and two dollars on an each way basis. We'll have something on uh, Cruzy Lass race eight, number five. All right, then. So your two best there are uh, Geriatrics and Cruzy Lass. Two twenty there for Geriatrics and Cruzy Lass. Five dollars and two twenty five with Bet three six five. Butch, enjoy your day, and hopefully it's a winning day. Let's hope so. Good man. There's Butch Castles. Thanks to loveracing.nz. Now, we'll have a unit each way on Cruzy Lass with Butch, and we'll have three units at 220 there on Geatrix there, race five, number 15 at Avondale. We'll take a break, and then we'll find you a few winners in the Trots and the Dogs on this Wednesday. This is Kitty Up's Bag of Tips, and it's time to find you a few winners with the genius in Darren Carroll, who's done the form for us for the harness racing venues there in Victoria. We've got a couple at Hamilton in the western part of the state, and Ichuka right on the Murray River. Hello to you, Darren. Morning, Gareth. Um, yes, we'll play at both venues. Um, we'll probably play pretty conservative today and just have one at each. Um, race six, number three, Tallulah Lee's my first one at Hamilton today. Um, she's a really improved filly. Um, loves the short trip and most importantly loves to lead. Um, the only thing is we need to get across not negotiable is join the pole, but I'm pretty keen um, the fact that the one will probably take a sit today. If that's the case, then we get a lead. I reckon we'll get one soft quarter and that gives us every chance. So $2.10 at the moment. I think it'll give us a huge sight. Uh, so we have three units on it at $2.10 to get our day going. And then we move off to Echuca tonight. Um, is one of our smaller tracks, um, 800 metre track, and tends to play to the leader's advantage, so we'll play around that tonight. Um, we're going to have to wait till the last race, going race nine, number seven, Hard Rock Shannon. Um, the leader looks to be the Q Legend, I'm pretty confident it will find the front. Um, we'll sit on its back. Um, the Q Legend's trialled okay the other day, so uh, it'll give us a run into the sprint lane, and it's just a matter of whether we're good enough to get home over the top of it. Um, I think it will be. Um, had no luck at all last start. Uh, had option and at um, the country front racing at Melton last uh, last Friday. Um, so I just think with any luck at all, it's going to get it tonight, and we're getting $4.20, so we'll have three units on it at $4.20. There you go. How many units? Four. Three. Oh, sorry. three units. So well, three, units three units on Tallulah Lee, so race six, number three at Hamilton. Three on it at two ten, and then tonight at Chuka three on Hard Rock Shannon at four dollars twenty. All right then. Um, now I want to know what you think of the Vic Bread semi final night there in Victoria. Yeah, on Saturday. I haven't um, done all the research on that yet, Gareth. Um, markets aren't out yet, but um, um, hope to be doing the form that this afternoon. So. Um, I hope that's okay. What did you, do you have one that you wanted to particularly? No, no, I might do some form. I, I don't mind the, the fields there, so I might have a look at them um, over the next couple of days and then pick your brain if that's okay. Yep, hopefully the markets will be out um, you know, by tomorrow and I'll certainly be getting the form done by then.
All right, then. The Bathurst Males arrive. So we've got race one, number seven, three units there on that pacer at $2.20. Race four, number four, I'm Desirable. We'll have two units there at $6. And then race nine, number three, that's uh, the Smirking Gun. Um, we'll have two units there at $3.40. So we'll have um, four units or three units there at two twenty with the first one, which, of course, three. is, yeah. Three, two, and two. Yeah, all in butter. Yep, beautiful. All right, mate. Go Good on, luck, mate. See you, bro. Peace. Bye. Thedogs.com.au, the home of Greyhound Racing. Simon Orchard joins me. G'day, Simon. Morning, G. How are things, mate? I am well, mate. What are we doing today? We've got a couple of big meetings on, especially at Taree, regional yes. final of the Million Dollar Chase. It's race 10 on the card. We're going to have a bet, G, with Fat Boy's Dream for Mark Davidson. I mentioned it yesterday on the program. I think it's a race probably in two between Davo's Dog in the one and Hurricane's Fury for Joe McFadden and Cat in the two. Weffley Shield out wide is drawn all right, but I just think the two on the inside with the aid of the better alleys are going to fight it out. And I think Fat Boy's Dream can win. We'll have two units on... Her, uh, she just loves the box, G. Six starts, four wins, two minors. Davo's going really well. He's on track to get 100 winners again in 2023. And I think it's going to be close, but I like Fat Boy's Dream race 10, number one. A uh, couple of units on Fat Boy's Dream. And then we go to Wenty Park tonight. A couple of good races back-to-back for us. Race seven, number one, Carter O'Brien. We're going to have three units on Carter O'Brien. If you backed it last week, it was just really good watching. 29.94, really good win from this exact same alley. One by six and a quarter lengths. I think tonight can get off the mat quickly and just go to the front. Should be an easy watch. Race seven, number one, Carter O'Brien for Mary Hughes. We'll have three units there. And then in race eight, gee, this is a good race. A non-graded affair over 5.20. Palawar King returns from the Meadows after that great Group 1 win in the National Distance Race. Back to 5.20 is the query. We know he's got no early pace, and for that reason, we're going to go one hot bandit. So it's race eight, number six, one hot bandit. This dog has promised the world, and it's starting to really deliver. 15 starts, nine wins, eight of those at Wenty Park. Just think it's going to get out in front, probably with embrace from the wide draw, but courtesy of box six, I think one hot bandit can find the front. Palawar King will be absolutely steaming late. I'm a little bit worried, but we're going to have two units on one hot bandit as well at around the $3 price, G. Enjoy, Taree. Looking forward to Wentworth Park. Love your work. Thanks for that, Simon. Hurry, mate. Simon Orchard, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. That was Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries, ozequipment.com, and, of course, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. 10 o'clock news time, trial time coming up next with Dean Watling.